Welcome to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, the official podcast home for all human design manifestors. I'm your host, Holly Marie, a 4-6 clinic manifester, a certified human design teacher, and a manifester who is following her own creative urge to facilitate a thriving global community of aligned, powerful manifestors. Wherever you are at in your manifester journey, or even if you are here just because you love a manifester and you want to understand them a little bit more, this podcast is the place for you. Stick around for in-depth teaching, for real-life practical tips and understandings of the manifester journey, and how to become aligned and powerful and thriving as a manifester. You are here for global impact. You are here to change the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back again to another episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. Um, this is the first solo episode that I have recorded in quite a while. I've been putting a lot of my time and effort lately into getting all of our guest episodes recorded, uh, which has been phenomenal because I have met with so many amazing people and we just have the most incredible episodes coming out for guests across the course of this year. You guys are going to love it. Um, We have already heard from several guests. The most recent one was the Divine Vanessa Henry, our 6'2 ego manifesto herself. Um, If you haven't listened to that episode, I strongly encourage you to because Vanessa just has a wealth of insight onto um, human design and and really just into manifesto life and and living in alignment as as a manifesto and what that means. And um, she has a, a kind of a wealth of experience that I don't have. So it was really beautiful to just bounce back and forth with her. But today, today you're back to me solo episode with Yagal Holly Marie and I want to talk about this concept around being afraid of our creative urges. Now this might not be something that you have even identified in yourself. Often I find that I'm having conversations with manifestors in my programs and in these community um, and they're they're experiencing these fears of their creative urges, but they're really labeling it as a whole bunch of other things, right? Um, Because that's what we do with fear. Whenever we're experiencing fear, we like to immediately uh, pacify that experience. We want to diminish it. And so mentally, we start looking for labels, for um, evidence, for reasons of why this fear is reasonable, right? Why I shouldn't be overwhelmed by this. So I tend to find that most manifestors will come to me talking about how, you know, they can't leave their job when they really want to you know, be in business, they're called to be in business or how, you know, they don't think that people are going to buy what it is that they've created, um, about how they really can't take time to rest because life is just too busy and there's too much going on and there's too much, you know, uh, expectation and pressure on them. I mean, the, the field is varied, you know, and wide, but what all of these really come down to in some aspect is a lack of self-trust right? A lack of trust in all of this this inner authority and inner wisdom that we have as manifestors and specifically when it comes to things around uh, initiating your creative urges. It's often because we're actually afraid of the urge itself. It's often because we have so many fears 
associated with being the person that initiates the very creative urge that has come through us that we end up paralyzed, right? We kind of end up stuck in this space where we feel like we have to get rid of the fear before we can move forward. But actually, we need to carry that fear with us. Now, I was recently doing our first in-person event, the VIP day for manifestors over in LA. It was phenomenal. I mean, it was uh, far outside what I expected it to be. I mean, that's always the way, right? When we're initiating a creative urge, the way that it comes out is just (laughs) not at all the scope that we thought that it would be in. And one of the sessions that we did um, that I taught with the manifestors was really looking at pushing through fear, allowing fear to be part of our experience when we initiate so that we can quantum manifest. So that we can have these experiences with our creative urges where fear is not stopping us, but fear is allowing us to quantum shift, to quantum manifest, meaning that the timeline is sped up, the intensity and the the outcome is bigger, right? The quantum field is a space of energy that we do not understand. The quantum field is where time is timeless. Things that should take a year can take a week or a day, right, where healing experiences that we would never have had access to before suddenly come up and are able to be addressed. The quantum space is really just about collapsing all of the things that have been standing in the way between you and this thing that you desire, you and this thing that you're manifesting, you and this thing that you are trying to create and initiate. So quantum energy, I think, is something that all manifestors need to be part of. Um, And I think that I will probably somewhere down the track, I don't know, wait for a creative urge to come through about the quantum. For now, that feels correct to uh, create containers and initiate quantum experiences in person rather than doing it digitally. So I'm not going to go into the quantum on this podcast, just informing you. What I am going to go into here, though, is the concept of fear with creative urges. And this is something that we addressed in that session at the VIP day because we can't quantum manifest, we can't quantum initiate when we are squeezing our eyes shut and trying to pretend that the fear that we're feeling simply does not exist, right? When it very, very clearly does exist. Now, manifestors are humans. We're all humans. We're all experiencing the fears that every other human is experiencing, right? We, we fear being rejected and we fear not being accepted. We fear not being good enough. Um, we fear failure. We feel that we're not perfect. All of these things, right? It's just part of the human experience. There are specific areas of your human design that you can go into to have a look at what your specific fears might be for you, the things that are quite profound and significant for you. Largely, you want to go in and have a look at your splenic gates. If you have any gates defined in your spleen, you can look at the shadow frequencies on those gates and those will show you what very, very specific, clear fears you are here to deal with and you are here to experience. Um, So for example, um, I have a fear of inadequacy. I also have a fear of being a failure, being seen as, as a failure. But I'm not afraid of failing and I'm not afraid of not being perfect. Okay, so that's really helpful. That's a helpful place to look at just as a a general energetic being. Anybody, manifestor or not, can go and have a look at that. 
Outside of that, though, manifestors also, as a, a small, rare grouping of people, also experience these unique sets of fears when we initiate. Because we are the only people that are truly initiating in the way that we do. Other energy types, yes, 100% are able to initiate, but they are initiating in response. So they are having their energy lit up by something that is already around them. It's already in existence. They are responding to that by initiating it. We talk about that quite a bit with our beautiful MGs. Our MGs are powerful initiators. They are just initiating in response to an energy that already exists or an experience or a place or a thing or a person. Manifestors are initiating based on a creative urge. So manifestors are initiating based on this thing that we are receiving from I mean, the 5D is the best way to explain it, right? We're, we're receiving it from this energetic space that does not have a name and we cannot see it or touch it or smell it or feel it. We can only sense it. And our creative urges come from there, okay? You might want to refer to that as the universe or source or God or angels or your guides or your ancestors. It doesn't matter what the label is. I think that we can apply a lot of different labels to that 5D space for us. But the fact remains that that is the space from which manifestors are initiating. So we are bringing new things that have never been seen or experienced in a particular way that we are going to do it before. That, my friend, comes with some very, very unique fears that the other 91% of the population is not going to be experiencing. So for manifestors, those fears are the fear of rejection, the fear of inadequacy, the fear of mediocrity, and the fear of control. Often when I explain this to manifestors, these core fears that we have when we initiate, there's a lot of resonance, right? A, a lot of manifestors kind of immediately nod their heads and say, yeah, yeah, I don't even need you to explain that. <laughs> I know what that means. I know what those things feel like. But just so that we're serving everyone here, let me touch on these really briefly for each of you. So the fear of rejection is, of course, the fear that the thing that you are initiating and creating is going to be rejected. It's not going to be accepted. It's not going to be received. And that by extension, you as a person are not going to be accepted. You are not going to be welcomed. You are not going to be included. This is a very primal fear because as humans, we have DNA coding that makes us fear a lack of belonging. We feel we must belong because if we do not belong, then we do not survive. Yeah, it's a survivability. We have to be a part of the tribe. We have to be a part of the collective. We have to be a part of the people. So we really fear rejection on multiple levels. We've got this primal human level. We've also got the fear of us as people being rejected for being too much, too crazy, too extreme. Or we, we on top of that, then have the fear of the actual creative urge itself, right? This thing that I'm initiating, is that going to be rejected? Are people going to understand that? Are they going to think that it's crazy? Are they going to think that it's weird? Are they going to just ignore me? Are they going to cut me off? Even worse, are they going to label me as too hard, too difficult, too intimidating, too out there, just too much, yeah? Then we have the fear of inadequacy. What if this thing that I'm initiating and creating is just woefully inadequate? What if this thing that I'm putting all of my energy and all of my effort into 
What if that is simply not good enough? When we have come out of our rest cycle, this is when you're really in alignment with your energy, yeah? And you've gone through your big rest cycle and you've been removed from the world and all of that has been hinging on, it's going to be okay when I get back into my creative cycle. I can rest now. That's tricky because society doesn't really allow you to rest, yeah? So, okay, I've been resting. I've been honoring it. I've been doing my things. There's a lot of money story that happens in the rest cycle. How am I going to earn money? Is everything going to be okay? Really waiting for this creative cycle to return. And when we get that creative cycle, when that next creative urge hits, there's a significant pressure that we then feel to say, this has to be good enough. This has to be more than good enough. And what happens if it isn't? What happens if I don't step up and initiate this well enough? What happens if I am not the person who is capable? What if, you know, I just inherently am am inadequate in being the person that initiates this creative urge? What if the, the way that I speak to people about it is inadequate? What if I put all of this effort in and this creative urge or me being the person that initiating it is simply not good enough. Then what happens? Failure. Failure. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Like the, the number one human fear. We never want to fail. And for manifestors, every single time that we are initiating, we are battling with that fear. Is this going to succeed or is this going to fail? Am I good enough? Is it going to be rejected? Then the fear of mediocrity. The fear of mediocrity. This one is a bit of a like, mm, a bit of a squirrel kind of one. It's a bit of a mysterious one because often we don't even notice that this one is happening. We know that as manifestors, and if you don't know this, listen up. We know that as manifestors, we all come with this sense of I am here to do something big. I did not come for a relaxed, laid-back journey in this life. I came to initiate big, to impact big, to leave a big legacy, to leave a big mark, to get noticed, to get seen, to do important things. We came for big in this life. If you didn't come for big, then you would not have come as a manifester, friend. Your energy is big. It is the biggest of all of the energies. It's the most imposing of all of the energies. It is the most refined, separate of all of the energies. You have the ability to independently initiate every single damn urge and desire that you feel without permission or without waiting from anything around you. You came for big. So what happens if you feel a creative urge and you worry about when I initiate this, what if it's not big? What if it's not big enough? What if this urge is actually kind of mediocre? What if I am mediocre? What if the culmination of all of these urges that I've ever followed in my life in the, at the end mean nothing? At the end are not big enough. At the end are not impacting enough. What if these things that I'm feeling are just, just too small, too mediocre, too little? It unsettles us to our very core, to feel like I've known that I'm here to do this significant thing, but what if I put all of my precious energy into initiating and it doesn't meet that agenda, right? The fear of mediocrity. Finally, the fear of control. 
we are all afraid of being controlled as manifestors. I think that largely that fear actually comes from experiences of where we've been controlled. It's very common for manifestors to have had at least some historical experience of someone trying to control you, particularly as children, even more so as females. The manifesto energy lends itself to people wanting to control it because it's powerful, it's potent, it's uncontrollable, and therefore people seek to control it. So we have a very, I think, healthy fear most of the time around not wanting to be controlled by others. I think deeper within that, we also have a fear of not being controlling. We don't want to be seen by others as being controlling. And largely what that translates into when we are initiating creative urges is that we try to control the urge. We try to control the urge. If I can control every aspect of this urge and ensure that it is successful, that it brings me money, that it is done correctly, that I keep it secret so nobody around me can take it away, then what I'm doing is I'm ensuring that nobody can try to control me, I can't be controlled by others, and I'm not seen as being overbearing or controlling to anybody else. This fear, the fear of control, when you are initiating your creative urge, This is like the big kahuna that keeps you stuck. And we rarely even notice that it's there. This keeps us stuck because it keeps us in secret. It keeps us in the darkness. It keeps us as manifestors initiating in a little corner with the lights off, keeping it secret, not telling anybody, not sharing. Right? I'm not going to tell you what I'm doing. We don't inform when we are operating in this fear and then everything gets bumpy around us. We don't share what's happening. We don't accept support. We don't want to tell people that we're even doing anything so they can even offer support. And then we wonder why that urge often just fizzles and goes away, disappears before we fully initiated it. We think, oh, why did I run out of energy for that? Why did I run out of interest for that? Why did I... On the opposite end, why did I push so hard and work so hard to initiate that thing? Maybe it's setting up a business. You felt this urge to start a business. I worked so hard and I learned everything and I put it all together and I built these foundations and I got them in place and then it didn't work. No, Nobody came and bought from me. Nobody's following me. Why is that? Because my love, you are sitting in silence. You have holed yourself up in a corner quietly and secretly going about initiating this urge and not telling anyone, not letting anyone see what you're doing because you are trying to control every aspect of it in a fear that you may, you may be controlled or the urge may be controlled by somebody else if you talk about it. Time and time and time again, I see this in manifestors in business. They create a product, they follow their urges, they honor it, and then they don't talk about it. They don't talk about it. (laughs) I've been watching Encanto lately with my kids, right? We don't talk about Bruno. I feel like that's manifest us with our urges. We don't talk about our urges. We just initiate them quietly and then we don't talk about them. How are people going to know that you have something available? How are people going to respond to your energy? Because that's what you are here to do. 
You're here to create something so that other people can respond to it. How are they going to do all of that if you are zipping your lips shut and doing it in secret? Can you see how each of these four fears that we feel when we are initiating, the fear of rejection, the fear of inadequacy, the fear of mediocrity, which, might I add, the fear of mediocrity is the one that tries to keep those urges small when we feel a really big urge coming through and we're afraid, afraid that if we go all in, it might still be mediocre and so we water it down and make it a smaller urge, a smaller initiation. And then the fear of control. Can you see how with these four fears showing up, when you are initiating your creative urges, if you are not paying attention to these, if you are not honoring these fears, if you are not aware of these fears and doing something about it, they are blocking your urges. They are blocking the size, the scale, the success of your creative urges. If we wrap it up and boil it down to one simple sentence, these fears are keeping you small. These fears are keeping you small, manifester. You are going to feel these fears whenever you initiate. The size of the initiation, in my experience, does impact the intensity of the fears. So if you have a a creative urge that you're initiating for something very simple, something naturally more quiet, right? If you want to, I don't know, move house, you want to build a garden, you want to rearrange a room, you want to cut your hair, you want to change your clothing style, you want to start journaling, these kind of smaller, more private, less impacting things that we often feel urges around, you're not going to feel too much fear on that. The fear will still be present, but you won't feel it with a great intensity. The bigger the urge, the more intense that fear. So when you are feeling a big urge, let's say you want to leave your corporate job and start a business as an entrepreneur, big urge, big fears. Let's say you're already established in business and you want to completely drop what you're doing and change direction as manifestors tend to do. Big urge, big fears. Let's say you're even making a big investment in something In the scope of business, this is usually a financial investment in a teacher, coach, mentor, service. Outside of the scope of business, this might be you making a big investment in purchasing a house, moving countries, starting a relationship. Big urge, big fear. Big urge, big fear. You need to learn that these fears are not here to stop you. They are not here to slow you down. They are simply here to be understood. That's all. I often talk quite a bit about polarity, right? The light and the dark, the light and the shade. There are always two sides of the one coin. It's the law of thermodynamics. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. This is energetic law. We know that every energy has an equal and opposite side to it. These fears, they emerge for you because you are the initiator. You are creating something new. You are initiating newness, manifesting newness. And it's natural that there are going to be shadow frequencies of fear that come as part of that. 
fear of rejection, fear of inadequacy, fear of mediocrity, fear of control, as well as all of those individual fears that you experience too. Fear is is a part of your journey, manifestors who are listening. Fear is just a part of your journey. You will feel fear every single time you initiate a creative urge. You'll even feel fear when you're resting. Fear is here for you. It is an access. It is a portal. It is a gateway into more depth, more self-understanding, more surrender, more release. But you cannot utilize fear to help you grow if you are just gripping tightly and either stopping dead still and waiting for that fear to pass or if you are just closing your eyes and pretending the fear doesn't exist and trying to sideswipe it. Either way, that fear is going to log you down, block you on that road and say, we cannot really move forward until you address me, until you make yourself aware of me and start talking to me. What the fear does give you the ability to do in your initiation process is that it gives you the ability to transmute. It gives you the ability to feel that fear and transmute it into something different, equal and opposite reaction. What is the opposite of that fear? What's the opposite of the fear of rejection? Acceptance. What is the opposite of the fear of inadequacy? Adequacy, abundance, prosperity. What is the opposite of the fear of mediocrity? Impact, success, power, influence. What's the opposite of the fear of control? Freedom, independence. Every fear has the ability to be transmuted into something else, but you need to stop You need to become aware of it and you need to do the work to transmute it. Now, I could probably record an entire podcast episode on just ways to transmute. I'm going to lightly touch on it here for you, but this is a really individual journey. So it's something that you want to experiment with yourself and play around with and see what feels correct for you. I think simple tools like journaling and written reflection are helpful, right? Do free flow journaling, use journal prompts. Um, You can find these anywhere, right? Just get yourself a journal and start writing. That's a great place to begin the transmutation process. Yes, it's stream of consciousness journaling. For those of you who want clearer instructions, line ones, I'm hearing you. (laughs) A stream of consciousness journaling is writing three pages nonstop of just exactly whatever is in your head without formatting it, without considering it, without reflecting on it. At the end of that three pages, you can go back and see what you've written. Transmutation is also really great for meditation, right? It's a, it's a really cool energetic process that you can use in meditation. Start integrating meditation. Start using breath work, a powerful transmutation tool. You can use movement, dance, singing, crying, emotional manifestors. I'm looking at you guys. Cry. Sing, scream, yell, stomp, talk it out. Get that movement of energy outside your body. You can also do much deeper work for transmutation. You can do somatic work, Reiki, 
um, even hypnotherapy, chiropractics, osteopathy. You can work with a practitioner to assist you in doing this, to assist you in moving this energy through your body. And at some point in time, I actually choose to step out and do that. When I feel like the fears are really building up and I'm struggling to transmute them myself, I will seek out a practitioner to support me with that, to help me move it through my body. My favorite is acupuncture. I love how effective acupuncture is at moving energy through my body. Your, your body, your choice. Right? But those are some places that you can begin with this processing of fear and bringing it into something else, bringing it into a different frequency of energy. The main point of this podcast really was just to highlight to you that these fears that you are likely feeling when you are initiating, especially if you're initiating big things from your big urges, the fears are normal you're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you. It's They're not meant to make you sit down and stop and sit on your hands and wait until the fear passes. The fear is going to exist with you every single time you initiate every single urge. So instead of letting it limit you, let it expand you. Operate in the knowledge that every other manifester is feeling exactly the same thing. We are all going through it. Every single thing that I initiate in my business, particularly, I experience all of these fears, (laughs) sometimes very intensely. I experienced a huge amount of these fears in initiating the VIP day because it was a very different pathway to go down. It was a very different experience. There was a lot more financially on the line with doing this. And yet, the moment that initiation was coming to its close, as soon as people arrived at the VIP day after months and months and months of fear, the fear disappeared, it dissolved, and I transmuted it. Transmuted it into power, into impact, into wisdom. And it was a really spectacular experience. See, on the other side of this fear is something truly beautiful is something truly magnificent. And no one is going to come and solve that fear for you. No one is going to come and make that fear more comfortable for you. No one is going to come and take it away. You do not just have limiting beliefs, my friend. You do not just have um, worries. You're You're not a worrier. You're not anxious. You don't have to reprogram your mind. You are just a manifester. Accept the fear. See where it brings you when you hold hands with it and walk forward. That's all I've got to say about that. I'm curious. I'm curious how much this has resonated with you, whether you can recognize any of these fears in yourself. If you haven't had a creative urge for a while, the next urge that comes up, pay attention. Start looking at these fears. If you feel like you need assistance with journeying through fears or conditioning, we do have a product for that. It's called the Conditioning Bundle. It's got deconditioning teaching in there. It takes you through kind of the whole, um, everywhere that conditioning is going to show up for you, how to go through the deconditioning process. We do touch on fear in that as well. So feel free to find that. That one's on the website at thehollymarie.com. Otherwise, I really feel like manifestors are, are so wise and so powerful. This is a process that you can do by yourself. This is a process that you have the full ability to do for yourself. And I cannot wait to watch you all as you awaken through this fear and allow yourself to step into even more power and step into even more impact. I am going to catch you in the next podcast. 
And of course, until then, keep hunting for purpose. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. I hope that my words, my sharing and the spiritual wisdom that came through today's episode have a magnificently transforming impact on your life. If you love this episode, I would be so humbly and truly grateful if you would share it on your social media. You can tag me on Instagram or Facebook at The Holly Marie. And also please consider taking a moment to leave a review right here on iTunes so that this information, this podcast and this spiritual transformation can be spread to even more people. Again, I cannot wait to see you for the next episode of Hunting for Purpose.